Welcome to Nuts and Noteworthy, the podcast that aims to help you navigate through life's challenges. I'm your host, Rain, and today we're going to talk about a topic that affects a lot of people nowadays, but still isn't talked about enough, and that is narcissism. For those people out there who still doesn't know about, you know, the word narcissism itself, and you just heard it just right now, I'm going to explain it to you and give you an idea on what it really is. Well, narcissism, this is a personality disorder that is characterized by a sense of grandiosity, a lack of empathy, and an excessive need for admiration. Narcissists have an inflated sense of self-importance. And they often believe that they are special or unique, even if it's just like they're just just normal people, just like us, just average. They still believe that they are special. They may also exploit others for their own gain, and they may lack the ability to understand or care about the feelings of others. I will be sharing some of uh, some stories about this in the latter part of this podcast so that you will have an idea on what they really are. Anyways, going back. So how can you determine if a person is a narcissist? Well, there are a few telltale signs that you can take a look at and observe. And that will help you determine if a person is a narcissist. First of all, narcissists are often very self-centered. They may also do like do this thing like they only talk about themselves and their accomplishments and they may not be interested in in hearing about the other people's experiences and feelings. That is rude, right? Because narcissists uh, have this tendency like for example, you get into a conversation with them, they just want them themselves to be the topic of that discussion. It's like they will put the cover onto everyone, like putting a black cloth onto everyone that is doing a conversation with them. And then they will put in the spotlight to them, only to them. Other people doesn't matter. Aside from that, narcissists may also be extremely confident and may have an inflated sense of their own abilities, even if it's just mediocre abilities or sometimes just average. You know, you know what I mean? They just just they just think that they're superior um, and the other people are inferior of them. They're just the best. That's what they think. Another sign that you can take a look at uh, to see if a person is a narcissist is a lack of empathy. Narcissists may not be able to understand or care about the feelings of others. And they may be quick to dismiss other people's emotions as unimportant. For example, when you talk to a narcissist, like for example, you have a problem. You're having a very bad day. Then you started a conversation with a narcissist. They will like, yes, they will engage in a conversation with you. But what really goes is 
what you were saying will just go through one of their ear and then goes out the other. Nothing stays. They won't even process it. They don't really listen. They might look like they do, but they don't really listen. They will look uninterested. You will see it. I mean it. They will look uninterested of what you're talking about. Aside from that, they may be quick to dismiss other people's emotions as unimportant. They might try giving you an advice in that case, but it doesn't even make sense because they really didn't listen on what you're going through. So they were not able to put emotion on that advice they are giving to you. It's emotionless. It's nonsense. It will not, you know, it will not help you in your bad day. Aside from that, these narcissists, they have a tendency to be manipulative and they may use others for their own gain. They don't care if they will hurt the person or not. They don't care if they will be stepping on someone. Without any regard for how their actions may affect others, everything doesn't matter to them. As long as they're going to win or gonna get what they really need, they just keep on pushing, keep on going. The other people, they don't matter. They're the only one who matters the most. Now, let's talk about the traits of those people who fall victim from these narcissists. Well, I myself, my dear, I'm guilty about this, that I'm always falling a victim to narcissists. Why? Because like any other victims out there of narcissists, I share this few common traits with you guys. People who fall victim to narcissists often have a few traits in common, like they may be very empathetic and caring, and they are selfless. What do you mean by that, Rain? Well, being selfless is like you're willing to put others' needs before your own. <laughs> you know, you say you say that th- these are really nice traits, right? And people like this shouldn't be harmed by anyone because we're just nice. But nah. We really attract narcissists a lot because aside from these um, traits like empathetic, caring, and selfless, people like us also have a tendency to be people pleasers. They may all, We may also be like this, like having a strong desire to please others and to be liked by everyone. I'm guilty about this. That's why I attract narcissists in my life before I met my husband. Narcissists often prey on these types of people as they are easy targets for manipulation. They may use guilt or, you know, fear to control these individuals. And they may make them feel like they are always in the wrong. They were never right. They may make us feel like we're never, ever right. I've dealt with many of them in my entire life. And this is so true. They always make it a point that to make me feel bad about myself, you know, make it seem like I'm the only one who's wrong. I'm the one who's at fault. I'm the one who should be blamed. That's why I became this type of person. Like when I grow into an adult, I always say sorry a lot. Yeah, I'm a sorry person. Sorry, 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 sorry person. I always say sorry a lot. 
it kind of gets annoying for some people. But, you know, when you grew up and then you this is actually the pattern that you're used to, you, you, you just say it out of nowhere. You're just used to it. You say used to saying sorry. Anyways, over time, the victims of abuse may begin to feel like they're losing their sense of self and they may struggle with anxiety, depression, or even PTSD. said you know i can relate to this narcissists can really do this damage then that's the reason why i created this or i did this um podcast episode so that everyone will be aware of it because most especially here in our country in the philippines this is a topic that most people just just brushes off it's a topic that is not given that much importance but but if you come to think of it it must be given priority because it damages the mental well-being. Earlier, I've already have given you an idea on what the abuse from narcissists um, do to a victim. Again, victims may struggle with low self-esteem, anxiety, depression, and a range of other mental health issues. These effects, I'm telling you, they can be long-lasting and very devastating. They may also have difficulty trusting others and forming healthy relationships as they may fear being hurt again. I can attest to this because this happened to me as well. Since I attract a lot of narcissists in my life before I met my husband. So when me and my husband started dating, the first couple of months of our relationship, I have this tendency of thinking that he will do the same thing. He will hurt me too. And he will cheat on me. He will leave me for another woman that I have a huge distrust in him, even if he is not doing anything wrong. He's, my husband is actually a very nice guy. He's a very different from all the other guys that I've been with. But in the first three months of our relationship, nah, it doesn't matter. I only see him as someone walking with the lots of red flags that my exes were. <clears throat> even if he's not doing anything. Yeah, that's one of the effects of being stuck in a narcissistic relationship for so many years. So my friend, if you've, you have been a victim of narcissistic abuse, it's always important to seek help and support. This worked for me, and I hope you will take a chance on doing this as well. This may include therapy, joining support groups, or talking to trusted friends and family members. It's also important that you practice self-care and prioritize your needs and well-being. Now, on this part, let's talk about how we can avoid being a victim of these narcissists. Well, my friend, what advice I can give to you? I know, <laughs> I know uh, you might be saying, I'm not the best. Rain, you're not the best person to give an advice on this case because you know what? 
you've been through this and you failed to do them, right? I know, I, I know my credibility on giving this advice will not be that so good, but at least I, I can give you awareness, right? That you can um, try to do, uh, you know, you, you'll be able to stand up for yourself and avoid the same stupid things that I did. So yeah, here it goes. First thing that you can do, or one of the best ways to avoid being a victim. First to that is to be aware of the signs and to always trust your instincts. Because for me, when I was in those relationships, I just brush it off. Even if I saw the person with, you know, lots of red flag, red flags and he's already walking like that, you know, lots of red flags, he's waving it all over the place. Now, I still brush it off. I still focus on the fact that, you know, I love this person. I'm I'm really into this person. Mm-hmm. Even if like my friends already, already told me that he's like this, he's like that. They're noticing this pattern. No, I don't listen. I can feel it actually in my instincts. You know, women, um, we have this uh, instincts or is this, we have this instinct, you know, womanly instinct that we feel it already. In Filipino, we call it kutob. And that means most of our gut feeling are true. Like nine out of 10, a woman's gut feeling is true. But when you are a victim of narcissistic abuse, that doesn't matter. Even if you already feel it, you will just focus on the idea that you love the person. You will just brush off the red flags, you know, toss them away and just, you know, erase erase those things that's going on in your head that your gut feels gave you. That's how it went for me before. So right now that I've already experienced it, I'm giving this to you as an advice so that you will be aware and do your best to avoid it. Please do your best to avoid it. If someone seems overly self-centered already or lacks empathy, it's important to proceed with caution. If you're just like going before you start the relationship with a person and you already feel like this person is self-centered, this person lacks empathy and your gut feels already tell you this person is a no-no. Believe it, believe it, believe it. Because mostly that is just human nature to protect yourself. You know, if they're already sign, showed signs over and over again, you know, they have lots of red flags already. And then they're like just sewing it in a parade. Believe it. Trust your instincts. Don't be like me. <laughs> Anyways, but if you're all, already in a relationship with a narcissist, it's important to prioritize your well-being and to seek support. This may mean, I know this will sound bad or hurtful for you, but my dear, if a person is a narcissist, you, deserve, you don't deserve to be in that relationship. You don't deserve to be treated like shit by a narcissist. This may mean ending that relationship. I know it's hard you might have stayed with him or her for so many years, but take into consideration what you're feeling of what, or what you're going through. Is this still healthy for you? Ask yourself, is this still healthy for you? What good is this relationship bringing to me? And also notice yourself. Am I already stuck? You know, am I still growing? Because that is what narcissists will make you feel. 
they will make you feel stuck and there's no growth in the relationship because you're only focused on making them happy and you just stayed on the comfort zone that they assigned you to to be in and nobody deserves to be treated that way you don't deserve to be treated that way you deserve more my dear Like what I've said earlier, I know breaking free from the cycle of narcissistic abuse, that can be a difficult and painful process. I've been there, done that. It's really hard. But you know what? It's essential for healing and moving forward. The first step is to recognize that the abuse is not your fault. It was never your fault because narcissists will always make you think that it is your fault and you're the one to blame. No, my dear, don't believe them. It is not your fault. You deserve to be treated with respect and kindness. It's important to prioritize your own well-being and to seek support, you know, from support groups, trusted loved ones, a therapist, or if it's really needed, even a psychiatrist. Another important step is to set boundaries and to be assertive in your communication. This may mean, I know this is also hard, this may mean cutting off contact with a narcissist or it may mean limiting contact and being clear about your needs and expectations if you really can't avoid that person. If he he or she is someone like, for example, in the family, you know, you have to deal with Uh, deal with this person because you have a child for example just for an example you have a child with this person right you can't just you know just cut them off because you have a child together you are co-parenting the best thing that you can do in that situation is to is to just limit the contact into just you know just solely for being co-parents doing co-parenting and being clear about your needs and expectations with what you have so that you will be able to protect yourself from being abused over again. It's also important to focus on your own healing and growth. This may you know, involve practicing self-care, pursuing hobbies and interests, or even exploring new opportunities that you haven't, ex- haven't explored before because you were stuck with that narcissist. You're stuck with that narcissist and then you failed to see what greatness you can be and you can have in your life. Over time, with the right support and resources, you can heal from the pain of narcissistic abuse and move forward towards a healthier and happier future. take a look at some stories of popular people who became victims of these narcissistic people and how did these victims how did they how did they break free from the said abuse first example we have here is oprah winfrey who has very been who has been i'm sorry for um sorry uh I was not able to structure that well. (laughs) But yeah, Oprah Winfrey 
is was very open about her struggles with narcissistic abuse. In her early years, Oprah was abused by her family members and she suffered from low self-esteem and fear of abandonment. However, she was able to overcome these challenges and build a successful career through her own determination and resilience. Another example we have here is Ariana Grande, who has also been outspoken about her experiences with narcissistic abuse. She has shared how she has struggled with anxiety and PTSD, but she has also found strength and healing through her music and her support system. These stories remind us that even in the face of adversity, we can find strength to overcome and thrive. Previously, I have shared to you some of the popular people who have struggled with narcissistic abuse in their lives. And also, earlier in the part of this podcast, I promised to share you something about my personal life wherein I dealt with uh, narcissists in my life. But, you know, those are a lot. So what I will just be focusing on right now is the one that really led to, like, this one is the root cause of everything, of why I attract lots of narcissists in my life. I was not aware of these patterns before, not until I had gone through therapy. I never noticed this, so I kept on attracting narcissists over and over again before I met my husband, which is quite which is quite painful journey for me, honestly. But I'm here right now and I'll be sharing this to you guys so so so, so you guys will be able to, you know, be able to grasp an idea on how abuse really affects someone narcissistic really narcissistic abuse really affects someone when it's rooted from childhood and i want you to stand up for yourself i want you now that you're aware of what it really is i'm not uh, just a disclaimer i'm not sharing this just because i want to drag that person you know and make her suffer from you know from 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 the past that she has brought me into i'm not dragger dragging her name here so i will not be sharing her name and i will really not be pointing out who she is but i will share those instances or those situations that she put me in as an example so that you guys will be aware of what narcissistic abuse is and how it affects someone when they grow up or in the long run. Yeah, let's begin. I had a woman in my life who was very who was very close to me. And she's someone I looked up to when I was young. She is this type of person who always expected a lot, a lot from me. Like, I must be able to do this. I must be able to do that, you know. But me, I know I'm just an average person and I know my limitations. I have strengths, I have weaknesses. And I know for a fact that there are times that I won't be able to do something because I'm not really good at it. But no, she won't accept that. She always made me feel like I'm less worthy because I'm not able to do so. 
all throughout my life that I spent with her, I kept on pushing myself towards her just to get her validation. I, I do. I did everything just to please her. There was even a point that I was guilt tripped into doing things that I didn't want to do just to get her validation. One example is when I was a teenager, I was forced into talking to someone that I did really don't like. And at first, I just thought that this guy will just be courting me. No, I will not be actually dating him or, or something. I will not be in a relationship with him, right? That's what I thought. But, but when I turned my back, she actually got into the relationship with him using me as a front act. She used my name. She used my face. She was using me entirely without me knowing just to ask money from the guy. I found out about that after a year when I saw a card inside her drawer that it's about me, how the guy really loves me. And then the guy said, happy anniversary, like that. And then, and then I saw that uh, there was a picture of me and he was saying, I love you to me. How come? We're not in a relationship. Why is he, why does he seem like he's so in love with me? And it, and based from the tone of the letter, it feels like he is so in love with me because I did something. I don't know. Like all this time, like this guy, I thought he's squirting me. He's, um, he is trying to see me all the time. He always, he always look like, he always make it the point like he's like already my boyfriend. But in fact, he's really not. So I actually ran away from him most of, most of the time when he is visiting me or I'm seeing her, him um, he, and seeing his face in, uh, in a crowd like that. And there, there were also moments that he gone. So he, was, he has gone crazy. And I don't know why he's messaging me. All the things, you know, um, all the things. Those are sensitive um, um, moments already uh, that I will not be sharing here. But at that moment, I really don't know what's happening. Why, he, why is he doing this? We are not in a relationship. Why is he so into me? And then there, I realized that this woman used me um, to, to be a front act, like be a girlfriend, girlfriend to this guy that I really don't like. And when I found out about that, you know what I felt? I felt dirty. I felt like I was very disrespected. The worst part here is I love that woman so much that I looked up to her. But in the end, when I found out about it, she didn't say sorry. And that caused wound, a deep wound within me. Because, you know, I'm a yes person towards her. I did everything just to get her validation. But in the end, this is the treatment that I get. See? See the pattern? Like earlier, I told you, narcissists will do anything just to get their way. They will use someone or manipulate someone just to get something that they want without even minding what the person will, will really feel. And in this case, this person, this woman, didn't bother thinking about what I will feel. She didn't bother about thinking what that guy will feel what really what just matters to her is her what she wants and she wants to get it and this instance is actually not the end there are other moments as well that you know she, she did some stuff with me and i will not share it further anymore because 
yeah <laughs> that will opening up closed wounds already but i'm being brave here right now to share this um this struggle of mine with you so that you will have an idea on on how the abuse really really looks like and for you to be able to avoid it if ever you will be caught in that situation too her actions towards me led to me becoming a people pleaser all of those actions when i turned into a full adult <laughs> the emotional abandonment i experienced from her led me to chase it from my relationships and in some of those relationships i stayed long for so many years even if they were toxic to me already because you know at that moment it it felt like it felt familiar to me and even if it sounds weird being hurt like that felt like it's my comfort zone and i kept on searching for that kind of treatment it's weird it's painful but nobody deserves to be treated that way nobody deserves to be in that situation so my dear if ever you see yourself getting caught in a situation like this or ending up in a narcissistic abuse i want you to do your best to break free from it i know it will be hard it will be a painful journey but with the help of therapy and a supportive network you will be able to break free from that and the cycle will end learn how to prioritize your own well-being and happiness like what i've said earlier you matter most you yourself you matter the most you matter more than the narcissistic abuser that you're giving all the love care and attention to you deserve more so what can we take away from today's discussion about narcissism from today's discussion we can learn to recognize the signs of narcissistic behavior and take steps to protect ourselves from potential abusers and if we do find ourselves in a relationship with a narcissist we can seek help and support to break free from that cycle and heal the pain and the hurt it has caused Thank you for joining on this episode of Nuts and Noteworthy. Remember, you are worthy of love and respect, and you deserve to be treated with kindness and compassion. As always, I will leave you with a quotable quote: "The greatest gift you can give yourself is the gift of self-love." Until next time, my dear. Take care, and see you at the next episode.